It's Friday Feedback Friday, the feedbackiest day of the week. Ha, it's Feedback Friday, and I am looking rough, but I made it to Friday, and, and me looking rough is probably not a bad thing for the topic of this video. Uh, really cool conversations this week. Um, I really appreciate, since this channel is you know, 95% men in terms of viewership, that we can have conversations about things like sexualization and they go deep and they're meaningful and people have thoughts about them that isn't just, you know, bah, right? Um, and uh, there were a lot of... Um, interesting comments about sort of nice guy rage and passive aggressiveness. And yeah, those are absolutely valuable comments. But one of the things that came up repeatedly, both in YouTube comments um, and off YouTube, and I, it's a valid point that I think needs to be um, drilled down on, is that people are not using the term sexualization in the same way. And it led to some hilarious conversations of trying to figure out what it meant. And this is something we can do something about. And that you notice I am so excited. I am so ridiculous. This is something we can do something about. So, um... I'll do the help support this channel. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash Leanna K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it. So people can sort out some of this stuff. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Um, if you would like to sign up for a Leanna Care session, the link is in the description box that you can fill out the form. And I will get back to you. Um, and uh, don't forget also the men's uh, network GoFundMe Stalker Chan has discovered the GoFundMe. Stalker Chan is enraged again. It happens every time I do some sort of crowdfunding initiative. Stalker Chan goes crazy in the bad way. So um, let's talk about sexualization because this is one of anything involving feminism, it seems, gets fucked on the definition right off the top. And this is incredibly frustrating. And I think a big part of the reason people have such issue with these topics and why they go, this is all bullshit because it deals with like iffy, iffy definitions that slide around and just seem to take on the shape of its container and shift when somebody doesn't get a result that they like. And so it ends up being sexualization is anything that makes me feel bad and inferior. And that's not what it means. Now, again, the definition, the dictionary definition of sexualization is useless. And this is where we get into, because this is something that pulls from a lot of different sources. And depending on whether you're talking about psychology or anthropology or media studies or whatever, it can mean something different. So like the straight up, I hate circular dictionary definitions, like sexualization, the act of sexualizing someone or something. Thanks, that tells me fucking nothing, 
right? Like nothing. <laughs> Useless. We get into this all the time. Um, Wikipedia says sexualization is to make something sexual in character or quality or to become aware of sexuality, especially in relation to men and women. Sexualization is linked to sexual objectification. This tells no one nothing, right? Double negative, sorry. This is, I'm, I'm having fun with this to, to channel the frustration I've been hearing. Because yeah, if you look this up, you get this bullshit. And it goes around in circles and no one ever loses and nobody ever wins. Well, a lot of people lose. So I went to the uh, American Psychological Association. And I know the APA is pissed somebody off with some of their recommendations regarding boys. But at least this is a definition that we can work with. Okay. What the APA describes sexualization is, is occurring when a person's value comes only from her slash his sexual appeal or behavior to the exclusion of other characteristics and when a person is sexually objectified that is made into a thing for another sexual use. So what well, what they use sexualization as is reduction to the sexual. That's so nothing else matters. The only thing that matters is um, the 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 utility or usage of another person's sexual gratification. That's that's what sexualization means, and that was where I was approaching the whole Hooters waitress Barbie thing a hooters waitress brings you shitty chicken wings they do not perform sex acts and even in sexualized environments and, and one commenter threaded the needle quite nicely i liked this that the waitress herself is not sexualized but it is a sexual environment i'm good with that that um i had to explain to a few europeans this week um the deal with Hooters, um, because the idea that something called Hooters is a family restaurant, yes, that doesn't make sense. But fun fact about me, I used to do a late night show in Canada that uh, was rejected for sponsorship from both Hooters and Trojan condoms for being insufficiently wholesome. Yes, Hooters rejected a sponsorship partnership because they're a family restaurant. It, it, so much in America is this nudge wink. And I think that's why so many people find the whole think of the children thing obnoxious because as one commenter put it put out, we can all point it out. We can all observe the whole dads taking their kids to Hooters for Father's Day. And do I think a child is going to be harmed going to Hooters? I don't. Do I think we're overall really twisted up regarding people's bodies and what to do when we find someone attractive? Oh yeah, I think we're bent as a collective society. But let's talk about the distinction between finding someone attractive and reducing them to a sex object. 
because that the word sexualization is not being used literally in this context because that's what it actually is. It's going from that person is sexy to that person is a sex object. And that's where we get into the problem when all other characteristics are stripped away, all other value is stripped away. And it's just about, I learned the term bonus hole this week. <laughs> um, and this is where we get into the messy question of give me the male equivalent of a Hooters waitress. That's the problem right there. The A guy is allowed to be sexually attractive without being seen as not suitable for children. You know, the think of the show Baywatch, right? Did people see the guys as sexualized because they were in, you know, swimming trunks? Not so much. Were the women considered sexualized? Yes, that was a show aimed at men. Why? This is the part that makes no sense. We all know it is so, but explaining the double standard of guy walking around with no short shirt and swim trunks, fine to be around children, Pamela Anderson in a red bathing suit, oh God, no scarring. It's fucked up, right? And this is where we get into dun, 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 gender ideology, because what a woman being seen as sexy means and what a man being seen as sexy means isn't the same thing, because a man being found sexy doesn't necessarily instantly reduce him regarding other value. And this is where I think feminist discourse has actually inverted the problem. Instead of advocating as I do, that you can think someone's hot as shit and still respect them versus that's sexualized. Ew, no, this is bad. This is wrong. Doing that only that you bad only props up all the alleged patriarchal constructs that they claim to oppose. It's not deconstructing anything. It's, you get it away. Meanwhile, like I said, hot Ryu. And some people pointed out some dudes were all over the hot Ryu, but it doesn't matter who's doing it. We can't claim we are being equal in a world where hot Ryu, okay, Daddy Kratos, okay, um, Bayonetta and company bad. That is just not equal. That is cutting the number of options in terms of acceptable depictions of women in a way that men aren't subjected to. You know, a whole game called Dream Daddy about gay dating men with kids was considered oh so cool, but any dating sim for women is seen as objectifying. You can't make this make sense. And yet then people go, well, everybody knows how the, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
everybody does accept the double standard regarding men and women in this regard. You know, People Magazine, I think, still does. It just doesn't matter so much. But for the longest time, they did that sexiest man alive thing. And that was considered, you know, a total package thing regarding a man's talent and his attitude and his charisma and, you know, his work. It was usually an actor. Why the sexiest man alive ends up being an actor most years, I don't know. But when a woman's sexy, that's all she is, you know, and that's the problem. The idea that a woman is reduced in morality, intellect, talent, and capability the minute she's seen as sexy or sexual and men don't similarly get affected that's the fucking problem here, folks. Not seeing a woman as sexually attractive. Because how do we perpetuate the species? You know? This is where we get into the question of a woman is sexually attractive to men. And? Why do we all freak out about this? Because we either, we either freak out and default to, men are dangerous, she is, she does not know the signal, she is now at risk, because men are predators, or, oh my god, she's such a pick-me girl, she just wants male attention. What's wrong with wanting male attention? And I say this as somebody who doesn't give much of a fuck about that, you know, who cares? If, if a woman is motivated by male attention, why does that matter? Well, that usually develops, that usually goes into, well, she's giving up her dignity and self-respect uh, to be dependent on male approval, or she's going to get herself in a bad situation, or just plain old competitive jealousy. And that plain old competitive jealousy is not called out for what it is enough. It is not the fault of attractive women that some men, for instance, doing hiring will hire the woman he finds hot as opposed to the more qualified woman. That's not the fault of the woman. Get pissed at the guy, but don't get mad at the woman. She didn't hire herself, you know, um, it's this idea that feminists have internalized that if a woman is not considered traditionally hot, then she has no value to men whatsoever. And this is where it gets stupid. This is where it becomes clear that these feminists do not actually talk to horny guys. Because one... The stuff men find attractive is way more diverse than what people think. Secondly, guys don't need perfection. I mean, um, there's this, there's this whole thing. I talked to a, a guy, a dating coach told him that, you know, women want to date up. What that means, you know is up for debate. I 
I think everybody probably wants to date up, but what up means, you know, um, my whole life I've tended to date people who are shorter than me. Um, there's, I think, one person I ever dated who was taller than me. One was the same height, not in heels, but it's just, I don't, I don't know why. Um, I used to joke that I want to know I can kick their ass. Um, but it was a joke. I have, I have no, I have no idea why that is. I, I don't, it's just me. Um, we could psychoanalyze that to death and people don't believe me, but that, that's my thing. Don't know why. And that's not normal. But it exists. And who the fuck cares? It's not normal. You know, we we spend all the... Oh, and women on dating sites are, are sorting for guys based on height. And I hear this. It's like, you insecure... I'll say wenches. You know, you, you insecure... Ah, why does it matter? Why does it matter if you're taller? Why? I mean, God, supermodels. They don't date basketball players. You know, like, holy shit. Why does this matter? It's dumb. Because this is not in an age now where the men folk are protecting the women folk from the saber-toothed tiger and the barbarian at the gate. My God, it's more about protecting people from being hacked and identity theft. Why does this shit matter? And I don't believe it's, I don't believe it's, uh, what the hell do they call it? Um, um, evolutionary biology or evolutionary psychology. I don't believe that. I believe it's ego. Women don't like to feel big. Women feel self-conscious taking up space. Men do not like to feel small. You know, I had to learn that because I had a tendency to pat people on the head and they don't like that. Um, but these are, you know, social comparisons and assignations of worth that aren't based on anything that matters anymore. And it's so, it, it I mean, I have had, I have had to develop copes for taking up space because I was joking to one client this week that in a crowded room, some uncomfortable body part is rubbing up against someone, right? Because I tend to enter a room before I enter a room. And then, you know, I sort of leave a trail behind me as well. So if I go in backward, I'm bumping into people with, you know, the bubble butt. If I go in forward, well... And if I try to go sideways, well, I'm getting both groups of people. So you have to start making jokes because especially nowadays, oh my God, guys are so uncomfortable if in a crowded room they accidentally brush up against my chest or my butt. And I'm just like, I totally know that was an accident. I take up a lot of space. And they, they're like, oh, because... It's so uncomfortable now. And why? I mean, why? Part of the reason I think I am so different from most feminist analysts is because, you know, I was a pinup model. 
and I did do, you know, naked pose, naked photography and, um, you know, I did a pinup calendar and modeling and all that stuff. And so I know what it's like to do it instead of feeling because I had to, you know, obviously it's competitive when you're in entertainment and you do feel that sense of inadequacy. Uh, my God, I felt like, OK, I did do I did do a giantess fetish video. So I came by it, honestly, because I always felt like, you know, the five foot three, hundred and five pound you know, that's most women in porn. Um, but also actresses, because actors, if they're 5'8", you want itty bitty to make him look taller. Fucking hate that. But, you know, they're all little. And so I come in and they come up to my boob. Um, but it's like, wow, I feel huge. And I had to work with that. Because, of course, then the camera always frames for the guest. And so it's all under my chin. And, and I mean, that's just the most, that's why motion capture on women's faces always looks so garbage because women tend to be shot from above because it's more flattering. So me, it's like all chin. And so I just look like this at every shot. It's like, that's awesome. I'm just like all the time like this, you know? Uh, so I had to get used to really unflattering camera angles. And after a while, it's just like, yeah, I'm a fucking giant. I'm a fucking beast. Now, it was easier for me because who's my inner voice? Kratos. Who did I want to be when I grew up? Beast from X-Men and Lionel. It was easier to take up space when I had those paradigms. If my aspirational role model had been... Barbie that would have been much harder even though Barbie would be you know seven feet tall and have a 19 inch waist um uh that that idea of being petite and you know little it's a mindset and it's again that you make yourself small to be more allegedly appealing. I disagree that it actually is appealing. Because um, let's face it, Gina Carano had plenty of fans on The Mandalorian. But you make yourself small, but then you feel helpless in the world. And so you constantly walk around afraid. And then you seek protection. And, and I'm like, I don't want to live in a world where I have to go from protected space to protected space. I want to live in a world where, one, I do not need protection. Two, I don't have these big issues when I don't want it. I don't want it more than men. I remember this. I, I, I was the bad guy in this one. I'm prefacing this. Where there was a shoot. We were down in L.A. And they wanted to do a shoot. It was an all-male crew except for me. And they wanted to do a shoot in a not great part of L.A. We were all Canadian. And they said, it's too dangerous. You can't come. And I said, if it's too dangerous for me, should any of you be going? And I could tell the reason I was the bad guy there is I could see it on their faces that, yeah, they were a little scared, but I'd called it out. And 
fortunately, nothing went wrong. But I was so pissed. I was not the shortest person on the crew. I was not the least, I was not the least muscular, oh, by far, person on the crew. Uh, I was not the least capable of physically defending myself on the crew. The only thing it was about is that I was assigned female. And one, that pisses me off on my account, but it also pisses me off because men are going into situations where they feel unsafe and they can't speak up because of social shaming. And that is fucking horseshit. I mean, I keep saying, what are muscles going to do against a knife? What are muscles going to do against a gun? Fuck all. If you're six foot two, you're just a bigger target. It's easier to aim center mass, you know? None of this makes sense now. And this is, this has nothing to do with just enjoying the aesthetic. You like what you like. I don't want to politicize attraction. And that's the whole point, you know. It's about the thought of, and, and I am not saying there is anything wrong with women who want to be protected. Quite the contrary. I just also think there's nothing wrong with men who want to be protected, you know. Um, and the double standard fucking bothers me because I don't want to be protected. I want to be treated, you know, a big problem with games journalism is I was never treated like any other journalist. It was always this difference in debates, in assumptions, in the reactions I got to really believing in a story and fighting for it and, you know, making a, making a passionate defense, both in writing and, and in spoken language. And the reason it was so frustrating to me is that I knew, because I've been a gamer all my life, hung out with guy gamers, I know that most guy gamers are good with that. They might have a bit of a, like, a bit of a hang up at first, in part because, you know, there's a lot of people out there have been abused by women. But once they find out I'm, I'm not, I'm just inner Kratos, you know, it's, it's not the same. They're good with it. Um, it's the people who are making these decisions who have a shit ton of misogyny, who just assume everybody who plays games is as big an asshole as they are, and that's not true. And, I mean, you guys watch my channel. You, some of you hate me. Some of you hate watch. I'm not sure why. I don't understand the concept of hate watching. But most people here, because I, you know, I don't game the algorithm, most of you are here because you like my content. And, you know... No matter how many times that was proven, it was always, oh, no. And and then when there is gender-based harassment, that's when it gets fucking worse. Because, I mean, one of the weirdest things that ever happened was a guy posted a picture of me he'd printed out and then ejaculated on. 
and it was this <gasps> like this oh that's so bad oh my god are you okay and it's like what does that have to do with me he wasted inkjet ink that shit's expensive like why should i feel anything because buddy jizzed on a piece of paper that happened to have my headshot on it pardon the pun on headshot um and some people actually got angry at me and resented me for that reaction and i'm just like holy fuck i'm so beyond this like i'm one there's been plenty of sexual harassment when you work in the media because I came up pre me too. Women get upset when I have that reaction because they think they have to have the same reaction. And no, if that happens and it's horrifying to someone, that's valid. I just want it to be valid for me to not fucking care. Please. You know, I don't give a shit what people do to any image of me in their spare time, behind closed doors, even if they decide to put it on the internet, people could be fapping to this video right now. Knock yourself out. Use lotion, please. You know, it's like, I don't care. That doesn't affect me. That says nothing about me. And that's the wrong answer. I'm supposed to be horrified. I'm supposed to be victimized. Fuck that. But this is the problem with this whole sexualization thing. And the reason I find the whole Beelzebub character so funny. Um, because it's, yeah, she's a succubus. And, you know, we'll get into that with the game. But that character to me is a, like a pantomime of femininity. And that's fun. And if we, one, if we make any sexualized woman an inherently bad, unempowered thing, that means there's a ton of things that men can do that women can't. Two, the fact that there is no male equivalent to um, a Hooters waitress just says something about our ideology of gender as a culture. Because, I'm sorry, women like to look too. I don't know why there isn't, well, socially, it was who had disposable income. But that's changed, and things haven't shifted accordingly. You go into, you know, gay-themed establishments... Like gayborhoods. Oh, there's tons of equivalents of Hooters waitresses. You know, there's bunny boys and things like that. But straight stuff? No. And I'm trying to think. I think the Hooters for lesbians is Hooters. Um, but this idea, you know, there's the whole boy band thing. But that's not the same because boy band, girl band, Right. Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls. The fact that we don't have the male equivalent of a Hooters waitress. The fact that we obsess over Barbie in a way we don't obsess over something like He-Man. You know, 
And I think part of it is because there's so many action figures that are depictions of men, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, you know, there isn't just one ideal, there's many, but let's face it, guys do compare themselves to that muscular barbarian ideal. Even though people like me don't like it. Uh, and, and it's not, it's not, I don't think it's ugly. It's just not my preference. And that's not saying it's bad. I know there are plenty of other people who like that. I just, it's not me. And is that a moral judgment? Is that a value judgment? No. Should anybody feel bad because they happen to be muscular and that's not my thing? No. You know, hypothetically, if somebody was amazing in every other way and happened to be built like He-Man, would, would I reject them? No, because it's not that important to me. And I think when you actually talk to men about this topic, they're the same way. Like, plenty of guys tell me looks just matter less the more you get to know a person. Now, is a person going to get approached without that thing? Well, that's a different story. Um, and I do think something to consider is we need to start going back to the idea of attractive in the literal sense that a woman is not dressing to be seen to be sexual. A woman may be dressing like that at a bar or a club so that men will come up and talk to her or women will come up and talk to her, but that's not the same way to attract women. Um, you know, men will come up and talk to her. Not sexually assault her, talk to her. You know, that being inviting is not the same as offering sex. And let's face it, that's what goes on in Hooters. Men go to chat up the waitresses and tip well. And I love watching Hooters waitresses work. I, I personally do. And, and it's always fun because we get great service when we go to Hooters because I'm always like, please, thank you, this, that, you know, your nails are great, all that stuff. And they come over, everything okay? Because we're not dicks. Um, but we, that, has been demonized that idea of wanting to present yourself so men will approach you is seen as bad because wanting to be attractive to men is seen as bad but then women complain that men don't work hard enough to be seen as attractive to women and do you see the double standards that keep pouring out and i want to do a like if I had the ability to do a show like, will you date this guy? And we do like we do a whole profile like the mass singer, right? All the things he's got going for him, not show how he looks. And then, you know, we make sure, you know, we style nice and everything like that. But, you know, let's focus on something other than looks, please. And the fact that I bet a lot of women wouldn't be comfortable with that just shows that women are interested in looks as well as men. So why the fucking double standards? Why do we pour all this energy into both 
hyper scrutinizing and being overprotective of women and men are just supposed to figure this shit out, have it locked down, even when they don't. What's wrong with you if you don't? Like, and let's face it, the reason there isn't such a rending of garments over men wanting to be attractive to women is because we still expect men to approach women and not the other way around. Because if a woman approaches a man, she's hyper-aggressive, a man-eater, a pick-me, uh, not-like-other-girls girl. I've been called every name in the book because I am introverted, but inner Kratos. I do not fuck around. If I want something to happen, I go and do it. So I ask guys to dance. Usually got rejected. I'd go up and talk to a guy, usually treated as creepy. So guys, I understand you. And strangely, you know, didn't get as rejected as much from women. That's a weird realization. I mean, maybe it's who I approached. I don't know. Like, but it's just like, you know, and maybe it's just sort of a woman going up and talking to women seen as not weird women going up and talking to a guy seen as weird. Apparently I scared the fuck out of an entire room at a LARP convention once for being too friendly. Yeah. So, you know, society's fucked up. And I like that we can have these discussions on this channel because, you know, I am doing the I am starting into the group stuff. Please kick a few bucks um, if you can. GoFundMe's in the link. Because um, this is the stuff we're going to help dudes navigate. And I think, you know, if you help guys navigate this stuff, women benefit too. And, you know, men who are attracted to men benefit. And eventually we will get to women. It's just there's a lot of services for women. There's not the same for men and again just if we brush up this stuff with men a lot of the issues women have get addressed as well um but yeah please if if you appreciate this kind of stuff um please kick in a few bucks so we can get started in the fall um again links in the description box and Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this blah about this whole thing because this is something that I think is really important to point out um, so that we can start figuring out alternatives to what is allegedly analysis but is actually just emotional reactive knee-jerking. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron. Patreon.com slash Leanna K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for somebody who's but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash Leanna K. Or the GoFundMe. Please kick into the GoFundMe. Um, and wh where the heck am I going now? Oh, yeah. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend.